0: Welcome to Tamimi Talks, an insightful podcast series on the latest legal news and developments across the Middle East and North Africa. Hello, you're listening to Tamimi Talks. I am Christina Sohatsky, a senior consultant in the Healthcare and Life Sciences practice group, and I'm joined by my colleague Hiba Abid, a Syrian solicitor in Bahrain and a member of our dedicated Healthcare and Life Sciences practice. And that practice group comprises legal experts from our wide range of practice areas across our 17 offices in 10 countries throughout the Middle East and North Africa. In this episode of Tamimi Talks, we will be discussing the regulation of stem cell research in Bahrain, its human genome projects, and the new Regenerative Medicine Center. So Hiba, if we look at the governmental strategies initiatives over the past decade in the MENA region, Across the board, we see an increased focus on leveraging, leveraging genomics and precision medicine to attract investment, foster innovation, and create high-value job opportunities in the healthcare and biotechnology sectors. In fact, in Saudi and the UAE, we see significant genome programs and the development of laws and guidelines concerning advanced practices such as stem cell therapy. So in Bahrain, we see that they also have a dedicated center, the National Genome Center, And in 2019, issued comprehensive guidelines in conducting clinical trials with special provisions specifically for stem cell research. So now here we are, 2024, and Bahrain has continued these efforts with the establishment of the Regenerative Medicine Center. Can you tell us more about the center, its strategies, and the value that this brings to the medical community in Bahrain?
1: Sure. Um, Thank you, Christina, for setting the scene of the significant strides that Bahrain has been making in the field of healthcare. Before I answer your question, I just wanted to say that I'm really excited to be here as this is my very first Tamimi Talks podcast, and I'm looking forward to discussing such a current topic in the medical sphere. So coming back to your question, with the establishment of the Regenerative Medicine Center, Bahrain has offered hope to patients suffering from various chronic diseases and injuries. This centre is a testament to the Kingdom's commitment to providing novel healthcare solutions to its citizens and residents. And there are various ways that the centre has proven this to be true. Firstly, by investing in advanced infrastructure and attracting top talent to work in the centre, Bahrain aims to becoming a regional hub for regenerative medicine, and a destination for patients seeking cutting-edge treatments. Another key highlight about the center is that it has not only benefited patients in Bahrain, but it has also made moves globally by collaborating with international institutions to contribute to the advancement of medical science and the development of new therapies. And finally, the center also focuses on precise and targeted intervention. Now, what does this mean? Targeted intervention refers to tailoring treatments to individual patients based on their genetic makeup, lifestyle, and medical history, meaning healthcare providers can achieve better outcomes and minimize side effects.
0: With any scientific advances, of course, it's essential that the legal and regulatory framework are supported of these great advancements. Have Bahrain's regulations adapted and considered such things as clinical trials using stem cells?
1: That is a fantastic question and a very big one on any lawyer's mind in the medical sphere. The authorities in Bahrain were faced with the challenge of how do we ensure a complex regulatory framework that appropriately captures emerging technologies and therapies? This called for the National Health Regulatory Authority in Bahrain to step in. As such, a comprehensive guideline on clinical trials using stem cells regulations version 1, 2019, which I will now refer to going forward as CTSR, was introduced by the NHRA. Now, the CTSR sets out the conditions and requirements to operate a research platform using stem cells. From the types of stem cells used in the research, specifically autologous and allogenic-based stem cell research... To the various certifications required for the licensed medical institutions to operate clinical trials, the CTSR guidelines cover a range of legislative requirements. Hence, the NHRA has made it obligatory that institutions demonstrate proof of adequate training in stem cell science or regenerative medicine with conditions that certain certificates are obtained, such as good tissue practices, current good manufacturing practices, or good laboratory practices.
0: So I think we're all convinced that regenerative medicine offers access to significant scientific advancements, but determining what is actually permitted under local law, I think that's key. Can you tell us a bit about, in Bahrain, what are the different types of therapies offered by the Regenerative Medicine Centre so we can see is actually permitted at this point um, in Bahrain?
1: Sure. So, one of the most promising regenerative treatments involves the use of stem cells to repair or replace damaged cells and tissues. These cells can be derived from various sources, but it's important to keep in mind that the CTSR has specified the types of stem cells permitted for clinical trials conducted in Bahrain. So, according to under Article 83 of the CTSR, sources of stem cells include cord plumps cord blood stem cells collected from umbilical cord, placenta, and various human tissues after birth, which may include somatic stem cells for the production of induced pluripotent stem cells. If I've not lost you yet, it's important to consider why the CTSR has permitted embryonic stem cells, I'll do so by sharing a fun fact with everyone. Embryonic stem cells hold the capacity to produce every type of cell and tissue in the body and are easily adaptable, which would make it the ideal source for stem cell therapy. Moving on to the next type of therapy offered by Regenerative Medicine Centre is gene therapy. Now, this type of therapy focuses on correcting genetic defects that cause diseases. By introducing healthy genes into the patient's cells, This therapy aims to restore normal function and halt the progression of genetic disorders. The Regenerative Medicine Centre in Bahrain is actively involved in research and clinical trials to develop effective gene therapies for a range of conditions. Another groundbreaking approach employed by the centre involves tissue engineering, which essentially refers to the creation of functional tissues or organs in the laboratory using a combination of cells, scaffolds, and growth factors. This technique has the potential to revolutionize organ transplantation as it eliminates the need for donors and reduces the risk of the body rejecting the transplant. Really
0: promising therapies there. It's great that we see this increased focus on on developing the science, the research, but also the legal and regulatory framework, of course, that enables these. So in the region, even globally, We speak often about patient-centered care, value-based healthcare, personalized medicine, and of course, precision medicine. So adopting these care philosophies and practices are often discussed hand-in-hand with the goals of the region's genomic programs, such as the Emirati Genome Program and the Saudi Genome Program. I understand Bahrain also has a genome program. Can you tell us a bit more about Bahrain's National Genome Center, its goals and current projects?
1: Of course. So the National Genome Center is at the forefront of genomics research and precision medicine advancements in Bahrain. It's an institution dedicated to studying the human genome and its impact on health and disease. One of the primary goals of the National Genome Center is to create a comprehensive database of genomic information from the Bahraini population. The center employs advanced sequencing technologies to decode the genetic information of individuals. For example, whole genome sequencing, which involves determining the complete DNA sequence of an individual, allowing for a comprehensive analysis of the genome and provides a wealth of information about an individual's genetic makeup. This data can then be used to identify genetic mutations, predict disease risk and guide treatment decisions. The sensor's research efforts contribute to the development of personalized medicine as well. Now, this is something that I found really ex- exciting and really piqued my interest in the National Genome Center. Personalized medicine basically involves tailoring treatment plans to an individual's genetic profile, whereby healthcare providers will optimize therapy selection, dosage, and duration, which will, as a result, minimize adverse effects and maximize efficacy. This approach has the potential to revolutionize healthcare, shifting from a one-size-fits-all model to a more targeted and precise approach. Ultimately, the Center's efforts align with the broader vision of Bahrain to transform into a knowledge-based economy. By leveraging genomics and precision medicine, Bahrain can attract investment, foster innovation, and create high-value job opportunities in the healthcare and biotechnology sectors.
0: So we're lawyers, I have to ask you. <laughs> well, the regulatory environment for clinical trials sounds like it's becoming quite robust. What would you say are the core legal considerations that healthcare institutions must consider before conducting clinical trials and buffering? If you can narrow it
1: down. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so... The Declaration of Helsinki, which essentially contains the ethical principles surrounding human experimentation and research using human biological material, has placed an obligation on healthcare institutions to obtain consent from donors and recipients. For minors under the age of 21 years, consent will need to be obtained from their legal guardians. When institutions obtain consent, they need to comply with the directives of the CTSR as well which stipulate that consent forms must contain information related to biological and procedural risks, as well as voluntary elements by giving the right to withdraw at any stage of the trial and anonymization of the donor's personal data. These directives would make the donor and recipients feel at ease when participating in the clinical trials. Now, in a nutshell, the Regenerative Medicine Center in Bahrain is a beacon of hope, for patients suffering from chronic diseases and injuries. With its focus on regenerative therapies and collaboration with international partners, the center is paving the way for novel healthcare solutions in the country and beyond. The National Genome Center in Bahrain is also a pioneering institution that holds immense potential for advancing healthcare through genomics and precision medicine. By studying the human genome, collecting genetic data, and promoting personalized treatment approaches, the National Genome Center is paving the way for improved diagnosis, treatment, and prevention of diseases. As a very proud Bahraini, I want to commend Bahrain's commitment to innovation and excellence in healthcare and positioning itself as a leader in the field of regenerative medicine within this region. I have no doubt that Bahrain has a bright future in this field, and I look forward to watching the legislative sector develop alongside with it. And I look forward
0: to these these sort of therapies and treatments becoming mainstream, which hopefully they will in the near future, especially with all these, these great initiatives in the region. So with that, I think I, I'll just wrap it up to say that um, The health Altamimi in general and our dedicated healthcare and life science practice, we have expertise and a strong presence across the MENA region and a diverse team, actually, comprising over 50 nationalities. That's a great fun fact about Altamimi. And so with that, we are available to our clients to assist and monitor these developments and assist entry into the market or expansion into the market and compliance with the regulatory and legal environments across the media region. So with that, thank you for tuning in. We hope you found the discussion insightful and interesting. If there is any area of conversation that you would like to discuss further or want more information, do get in touch. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Tamimi Talks. Stay updated with all the latest legal news and developments on our social media channel.